BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to another episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. Yep, still Lauren Elizabeth, unfortunately. And this week's episode topic is going to be all about dating during a stressful time. Obviously, we're all going through an interesting time in life, in the world, but there truly is always going to be stressful times in a relationship. So I think this is very pertinent to what's happening right now, but will also be useful going forward. We are going to have my boyfriend, Cameron Fuller, on later to discuss this topic and do some hashtag my moods. But first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. Wow, 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 wow. We are still here in quarantine going on probably over two weeks now. I think I had a bit of a denial phase where I thought, you know, oh, well, I've been doing my part. This is going to be over soon, right? But nope, no, no, no. We are going to be in quarantine for a- another month. But at least we, you know, we have a we have a number. We have a definite answer right now. So at least things aren't up in the air, which makes it a little bit better. I'm going to start off with my worst mood this week because I feel like it kind of goes into the best mood. And my worst mood this week, I think I'm going to use the word in the mood of kind of like self-doubt when you're just in that mood of you're kind of comparing yourself to other people. You kind of become hard on yourself. You're doubting yourself, whether it's I'm not pretty enough. I don't look like anyone else or it's how am I going to be successful? Like nothing's going to work out for me. I'm the worst. Just having those kind of inner monologues that are not the nicest to yourself. And I feel like I felt that way. I don't know. I think with everything going on in the world, there's a lot of uncertainty of what's going to happen next, especially for jobs. And then it just kind of trickles down into the rest of yourself, right? So at first, I was kind of just being hard on myself of, oh my God, I'm going to lose everything. I'm the worst. Why would I even make a comeback from this? And just kind of went down that rabbit hole of, I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to get what I want. I'm never going to blah, 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 blah. Just stupid stuff that I think happens to a lot of us, no matter what our circumstance is. Then it kind of trickled down too to even just kind of now that we're home and on our phone so much, just kind of looking at other people and comparing yourselves to other people and just kind of feeling like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be pretty enough. That whole inner monologue. And I try to avoid that as much as possible because at the end of the day, I have these really heightened moods. It's either I'm confident. I know what I bring to the table. I'm extroverted. I can walk into a room and I can work the room and I can pitch it and I can sell it and it's great, right? But then, you know, know when you go to bed at night and you kind of get in your head and then you're like who do I think I am 
I'm the worst, et cetera, et cetera. So I was kind of having those inner monologues a little bit, like I said, because of everything that's going on in the world, looking at other people on social media. And even my friend Olivia O'Brien posted a really funny but important story about kind of that exact same narrative and that she was feeling that way and her self-esteem has been kind of taking a blow. And I was just like, oh my God, like someone else is feeling this way. Okay, I'm good not okay I'm good just okay I'm not alone and I also even got a DM from a mood listener that she was feeling the same way and she actually listened to my episode with Claudia Oshray and it made her kind of reevaluate how she was feeling and it made her feel a lot better and it just those reminders of that everyone kind of is feeling that way and to kind of get yourself out of that inner monologue and give yourself a reality check but it's definitely like a shitty mood to be in especially when you're trapped in your house and the most active thing you have of socializing is social media so So I feel like I wanted to say that as my worst mood because I never really talk about that. Um, I think when I talk about my worst mood, it kind of always pertains to anxiety or something like that. And I do have a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear and a lot of stress. But I feel like I never really talk about how (laughs) I was going to say like how much I hate myself. Um, It's a joke, but you know, it's whatever. I don't know. I just I feel I, I can get very like insecure and just get really, really hard on myself. And even when I was younger, I realized that my inner monologue was so bad that I would just speak nasty to other people because I was like oh I call myself an asshole all the time it's normal to call someone else an asshole I even saw this Instagram post that said talk to yourself the way you talk to people that you love another sentence that I think should go in there is like the way you talk to yourself is also going to be the way you talk to the people you love so it's not just like oh I'm, I'm great to everyone I should be great to myself you start to realize that when you're nasty and not kind to other people it probably stems from the way you talk to yourself too and so you're kind of unconsciously being a bitch per se because you're so bitchy in your own head so I just thought that was like an interesting worst mood because I don't usually open up about that as often I feel like I'm very sure of myself and I'm very confident and I kind of know myself very well because I'm very very self-aware But I don't really share that like what comes with being self-aware is also being very self-deprecating as well. And I I think that was definitely kind of the worst mood of my week. But then the best mood of my week was kind of coming to terms with being okay. And I think I have this huge fear of being okay because I'm so used to not being okay. And I'm so strong because of all the shit that I've had to go through. So I kind of use the negativity in my life as a wall. And instead of being okay and getting through it, I hold on to it so that I'm always prepared for the next time I'm not going to be okay. And I think especially with this whole quarantine and stuff and all the uncertainty, I have to remember that I don't have to be stressed out every single day, that I don't have to have my, you know, hands and fists ready to punch and have that stress and that pit in my stomach just so I'm ready for the next blow. I kind of let myself realize like, okay, this is happening. We are going to be stuck inside for the next 30 days. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just let it happen. Try it and maybe even enjoy it. Allow yourself to relax. Allow yourself to be okay and deal with whatever is coming next when it actually comes, not just making yourself stressed out about the future when it's not even here yet. It's okay to be okay today. Even if tomorrow's not going to be okay, it's okay to be okay today. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but it definitely makes sense to me. The quote that I wanted to say for my best mood is actually from my therapist. She said, you have to tell yourself I will be okay. And when I'm not, I will move healthily through it. We basically had a conversation of like, 
you know, you're so afraid to be okay in the long run and on a day-to-day basis that you have to remind yourself it's okay to be okay. And in the future, I will be okay. And even when things are bad, I will get through them in a healthy way. You're not going to be okay all the time. I even said for someone who wants to be perfect so badly and try so hard and then it's so hard on themselves, I can't even let myself be okay. It's like I strive to be okay, but then when I'm actually capable of having a day where I feel okay, I don't even let myself. So I think the best mood of my week was really just allowing myself to be okay. I woke up on Monday and I said, you know what, it's a Monday and the societal structure of a Monday is to be stressed, to get back to the grind, to just whoa, 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 like okay, it's Monday, weekend's over, no more time for relaxing. And I was like, you know what, we're stuck in the house. I don't really have a lot to do today. There is stuff that I'm going to have to do later this week, but you know, there's not too much pressure on me today. So I'm going to allow myself to be okay. I'm going to allow myself to just relax and not just beat myself up and get so stressed and crazy just because it's a fucking Monday. So I don't know if any of that makes sense to you guys. I think it's a more kind of complex best mood and worst mood of the week than usual. But I wanted to share that with you guys because I know we're all feeling so many different emotions through this time. And just a reminder that it's okay to not be okay, but it's also okay to be okay. We don't have to be these strong, trauma-filled, stress balls, crazy, have all these freaking things wrong with us to prove that we're amazing and strong. It's okay to be okay just for, even if it's just for a moment throughout your day. Okay, guys, let's jump into mood boosters because it actually has to do with obviously being okay because there are always things that can boost your mood. There's always going to be a best mood. There's always going to be a worst mood. And the best part about having a best mood is the mood boosters that get you there. My first mood booster is one of the sponsors of this week's episode. And I have been eating Go Macro bars forever. I remember being in my Brentwood apartment. And if you don't live in LA, you know that that's like really far from where I live now. It's like on the west side. It's very nice and sunny and quiet. But I remember being there and always having Go Macro bars packed in my kitchen. And I still do the same thing here. There's just something about them that I like really, really crave them. They're my absolute favorite if you haven't tried them yet. It's actually a mother and daughter owned and based in a rural community. Go Macro's mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. They have 16 flavors. So every time I go to Whole Foods, I literally know exactly which flavors that I want. I get a wide variety because I want some with the chocolate chips in it. Then I want some that are just like really, really kind of clean and lean. So not only do these bars taste really, really good. And obviously you guys know I'm a really big texture person. I really love the texture of these. The flavors are so good. This is making me so hungry. Oh my God. They're certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw and soy free and like the fact that it's all those things and they taste so good you guys are gonna die they have oatmeal chocolate chip maple sea salt blueberry cashew butter macro bars make the world better one bite at a time oh my god i'm now starving their newest flavor is the double chocolate and peanut butter chips the double chocolate and peanut butter chips is their take on a classic peanut butter cup and it blends protein rich peanuts fair trade vegan chocolate creamy organic peanut butter and their very own house made peanut butter chips what the heck how have i not gotten this one yet their new newest smooth sanctuary macro bar is an oasis of flavor that your taste buds will want to visit again and again oh my god i'm deceased this is so good they also have this one with like a cherry flavor in it like cherries and the blueberry one okay guys check out www.gomacro.com and use promo code mood for 30 percent off plus free shipping for a limited time you guys get this stuff delivered to your house right now while you can i've never steered you in the wrong direction just trust trust the queen of snacks my next mood booster is 
redoing my outdoor space. One of the things that when I realized that we were going to be stuck at home, I have a backyard and it kind of just like took a turn for the worst. And I decided, oh my God, we're stuck here. This is like the only outdoor space we have. Let's just do it. And my little brother was kind enough to really get down and dirty with me. We cleared everything out of the backyard. I'm going to be doing a whole vlog this week, kind of like showing you guys and taking you through because last week's vlog was very much like inside showing you guys like new healthy habits and just kind of like what I'm doing at home. So this week's vlog is going to be all about the backyard. It's just, I know that this doesn't like relate to everyone and it's just not a universal mood booster, but I think the takeaway is to maybe just kind of like refeng shui your space. It makes such a difference. I know I always talk about cleaning up your space, but actually going and just like moving things around and like making a whole different vibe it is the biggest mood booster all weekend like I had new stuff coming in from Target like a new chaise lounge a new little rug a new little throw pillow just kind of like different stuff that we needed for the backyard to make it a comfier and a better space and just like make the mood right outside and holy mother of mackerel it has been the biggest game changer I've been able to relax and like it's allowed me to really just kind of take that time to read a book sit outside you guys getting out in the sun if you're somewhere where the sun's out even like my mom said on last week's podcast episode even if it's snowing where you live but the sun comes out just go get that vitamin d it feels amazing biggest mood booster redoing the backyard. OMG, I'm so excited to show you guys. It'll be on the vlog this week. My next mood booster is the Summer Fridays lip balm. I got it in the mail and oh my gosh, I love lip balm. I'm always talking about lip balm on Lauren Elizabeth Inc. and on my YouTube channel. I have like chronic dry lips and so I always invest in good lip balm because it is like the only thing in, in conjunction with water that helps me. I've also been drinking a shit ton of water. I'm trying my absolute hardest especially with being in the sun but the Summer Fridays lip balm is so good. I like just started using it and I noticed that like sometimes even when I put on lip balm a couple hours later if I don't drink water I'll still start to get dry lip skin. My little brother was literally making fun of me. I was outside in the backyard yesterday and he said, hey, have you ever heard of lip balm? And I was like, uh, rude. I was like, sorry that my lips are chapped. I'm very dehydrated right now. I've also been very dehydrated. So that's why I'm like getting back on the hydro flask game. We kind of like disconnected for a little bit. Our relationship like wasn't as strong and I feel really bad. Like I love my hydro flask, but sometimes it's just like priorities and you have to like focus on other relationships in your life, but we're back in a committed relationship. Anyway, the summer Fridays lip balm, Oh my God, literally I'll put it on and a couple hours later, my lips are just like still like soft and supple. It's absolutely wild. This lip balm is actually magical. I'm not surprised. Summer Friday's products are absolutely insane. They're so incredible. I'm just like their literal number one fan. My boyfriend is also their literal number one fan. Fan, he's always asking me for more jet lag mask as if he like can't order it himself. Like god forbid he goes to sephora.com. It is absolutely amazing. If you guys have like chronic chapter lips like me or you just are lip balm obsessed, go check out their new product, Summer Fridays Lip Balm OMG so freaking good also like online shopping I don't like I feel like I shouldn't be shopping right now and I'm really not because a there's no reason to and b like hello we're in a crisis and like money and like wow like you know what I mean 
but there are some really good sales going on. I did a little bit of online shopping on Aritzia and I got the comfiest little sweat sets because I mean, you guys, I feel like everyone always made fun of me for always being dressed cozy and comfy and only buying hoodies and sweatpants. And I used to feel bad. Like, oh, I can't believe I spent all my money on hoodies and sweatpants and then I have nothing to wear out. Well, jokes on you guys now. Here I am living my best life in all of my sweats. But Aritzia did have a really good sale and I got a few more. <laughs> and it's like, you guys, it's not just for quarantine. It's for like all all life long. So take advantage of those sales if you can. Like literally everything on Nordstrom is on sale. Aritzia is on sale. Just like go to all your favorite websites websites everyone's having a sale my last favorite is something that I post on Instagram all the time and I just have to like have a mean girls Virginia George moment and I just have to say like oh my god the quarantine has done incredible things for my nail beds I just stare down at them and I look at them and I'm like wow you're so gorgeous you're so beautiful I never knew you had this in you I have hated my nail beds my entire life I don't know if anyone can relate but like in Mean Girls when she's like oh my nail beds suck everyone's like oh my god that's so random and I'm like no I relate to you on a spiritual level like my nail beds suck well guess what quarantine has changed my life because I stopped getting my nails done at the end of 2019 I have not gotten a manicure all year I know crazy and I've let my nails get healthy again I've been kind of talking about it on Instagram my YouTube channel I've let my nails get healthy I now do at-home manicures even before the quarantine started but it's honestly such a relaxing thing to do so now that you guys are all stuck at home I highly recommend trying it it's also like an OCD anxiety thing like I have an issue with like cutting my cuticles but I'm like obsessed with cutting my cuticles it's 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 bad it's like a bad thing whatever we're fine we're fine but literally it's so relaxing like you can't be on your phone because you're doing your nails with your hands obviously and it's just like you get to focus on something you feel like you have a little hobby but then also you're making yourself feel better and prettier and the only times I've ever gone out to get essentials I'll grab a nail polish even though it's like not an essential item but like I'm already there for toilet paper okay so let me grab a new Sally Hansen and I did so I've gotten some really great great Essie and Sally Hansen colors at the drugstore and I've just been giving myself at-home manicures and goddamn it's like my nails look so good put a ring on it you know what I mean like I look down at my nails and I look at my ring finger and I'm like you're fucking gorgeous you deserve an engagement ring on that note let's go get my boyfriend who cannot hear that part of the podcast because he will literally freak out so thank god he doesn't listen we're gonna pretend like it never happened and we're gonna bring him in for some dating advice and I'm gonna pretend that I'm a cool normal chill girl sometimes you guys you just have to do this with your boyfriends you just have to pretend like you're cool you're calm you're collected you're a cool girl you're a chill girl don't let them know you're a fucking psycho you can let it come out every once in a while but just like you know you're a cool girl we're chilling we're cool before we bring Cameron on let's take a moment to just look around you it is a wireless world you guys and everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds and before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair you guys actually have to check out these wireless earbuds from Raycon if you don't know Raycon earbuds start around half the price of many other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound amazing just as amazing as the other top audio brands you know they have their newest model the everyday e25 earbuds and they are the best ones yet they have six hours of playtime seamless bluetooth pairing and more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit raycon's wireless earbuds are really really comfortable and they're perfect for on the go when you're listening and taking phone calls and maybe just listening to mood with lauren elizabeth while you're out on your little nature walk getting some vitamin d unlike some of your other wireless options raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no 
dangling wires or stems. I mean, nobody has time for that, you guys. The company was founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are obsessed with Raycons. I mean, if Cardi does it, like, like, I mean, come on. Cardi B is, like, literally everything. So pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash mood. That's buyraycon.com slash mood for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash mood. The audio is accidentally turned down for a moment, but please bear with us for the intro. It will be turned up in a second. This episode should be called In Bed with Cameron and Lauren. Gross. <laughs> okay, guys, let's welcome Cameron Fuller to the podcast. Woo! It took quarantine to get this episode, but here we are. You know, I can't really have guests on, and so I'm utilizing the people closest to me that I've isolated with. Well, here I am. He did a quarantine shave, and he has a mustache now. It's a new look, a quarantine look, because why not? And in conjunction with that, he's wearing a cowboy hat to complete his look. I'm wearing um, workout clothes, a cowboy hat, and then only a mustache. So this is the new look. Okay, so we are going to talk about dating during a stressful time. And what I said earlier was, you know, there's always stressful times that I think you have to navigate. And obviously everyone, I think, is feeling this. I always get so many relationship questions. And with what is going on in the world right now, I think everyone's super stressed, whether they're isolating with their partner or whether they're not and they don't know how to handle being away from each other. There's just a lot to dive into. Is this like lower? than usual oh my god it's so low wait just a little technical difficulties it's fine so I put on Instagram some questions but I think first we should start off by obviously addressing the fact which I've kind of addressed before we're not in quarantine together we're not in quarantine together no however we are tracking each other's movements and we're the only people we've been allowed to see since it started yeah it's actually been nice I think we've done a really good job at limiting exposure and still being able to see each other in a way that makes sense and is smart yeah and you're like kind of a psycho I'm like a total psychopath germ freak um I'm I'm insane so I the last thing I want to do is get anybody sick so if there is a risk I am not taking it. Your last text to me was, if you do not wear gloves and a mask when you go to the grocery store, you will not be able to come to my house. No exceptions. Are we clear? Not just you. Anybody that you're with in your home as well. I'm aware. Oh, I was going to say, though, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. I did have one mental breakdown. One of many. No, I've only had one since this started. Well, pertaining to our relationship. Lauren's done a, a a pretty good job. I think it's very difficult, and it's it's uh it's hard for anybody to understand what is happening. So it kind of just raises a lot of emotions for everybody, you know. I think we've done a good job of navigating our relationship during this time, just by trying to be as calm as possible. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, you're right. We have. We've been good. You've you've done a great job. Okay, let's let's just start. Someone said how to handle not seeing Cameron during the lockdown and obviously we're still seeing each other and I think we made it pretty clear that we're being very very safe about it and we're like kind of in the same quarantine camp. We're in a group of less than 10 people and we only go back and forth. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like some people might disagree with that, but I mean, yeah. You know, I think everyone has their own situation. Um your brother lives with you. And he had a very serious leg injury, um, which forced Lauren to stay home and help take care of him and also forced Lauren's mom to come out and stay with her. 
So, you know, everyone's dealing with their own situations, and this obviously feels like a very long-term situation, so we wouldn't be able to see each other for a very, very, very long time. So uh, I think we're doing the best we can. I agree. What, what do you think it would be like if we were quarantined together? You would have been gone already. What do you mean? It would have been over. Why? Here's what I'll say. Obviously, this is a uh, very dire situation, so a lot of people have to be together. But I think in many situations, when you're forced into close quarters with someone for a uh, long period of time, and it's a very emotional situation um, with a lot of stress, it can cause a lot of tension. You know, I'm glad we're not just getting mad at each other for every little thing, because everything during the situation is so stressful already that some things are, you know, under a microscope, I'd say. And that can lead to bigger problems. I think what's good for other couples, too, is you have to remember that it's not like, oh, all of a sudden now we're getting to test out living together. Like this could be a good test of like, are we ready to move in together? Because I think that this is such a different situation. It's not like you can leave the house. It's not like you guys have your normal routines. Like you're genuinely forced to be in close quarters and there's a lot happening in the world and it's just not normal life. So I personally don't feel upset that like because there was a moment where I was like oh my god why aren't we quarantining together like there's so many couples that are and like we're missing out on all this growth and Cameron was like that's not the case like this is a forced situation that people you know are having to do and it's causing a lot of stress on people's relationships and I think that the biggest thing too that I was even thinking on the car ride over here is I always tell people to be gentle with themselves and I think it's really good for people right now to be gentle with their relationships, to not make the stakes so high, to kind of like actually recognize that this is a really stressful time and to not hold each other to the highest standard because it, it is a shitty time. You know, like even when I'm having like a panic attack, you're not holding it against me for how I'm acting because you know that it's a lot of stress and that we're all going through something. Right. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. I mean, this is horrible. But, like, I'm saying I don't think someone should be like, oh, we couldn't get through quarantine together, so we shouldn't be together. I think, like, that's just such a big statement because this is just not normal. Well, I think here's the thing is that these rules that were put into effect were put into effect very quickly, right? So you had to make decisions that you didn't really have time to think about. So I feel like when couples, you know, move in together and live together, that's all you're building up to that moment where you guys are both ready for that to happen. And the situation is just like, oh, one day we have to do this without any previous thought or discussion. It's just like, this is the way it is now. And I think when you're forced into a situation like that, you know, it can, it can be, uh, I don't even know the word. You, you can just be on top of each other very quickly. Yeah. And I think we say that too, to just like remind people that like, if you are like struggling in the situation you're in to just remember that and not be so hard on your relationship and make it such a big thing because it is like we were saying kind of a quote unquote for situation. It's not like, Oh my God. Okay. We've been dating for so long. We decide to move in together and it's so exciting and we get to do all these normal things. Like this is just not normal. I mean, look at the end of the day, there are, much bigger things going on in the world than us, you know, being in the same bed together every day right now. You have to care about your family and it's, things are a bit crazy outside and you have to do what you have to do. And, you know, we care for each other, but, you know, we, we both have big responsibilities, right? I have to make sure that my family is also safe at the same time. And so obviously we care about each other an extreme amount, but it also takes some sacrifice for us to be able to protect the people we love as well. So someone said, how does, how do you guys stay positive when you don't know when you'll see each other next i mean 
how do you stay positive, Cameron? Because you probably miss me so much when you don't see me. Well, here's the good thing about Lauren is that she is a big staple in my life. And I know that she's going to be there for me every day. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things to really worry about. And and I'm lucky that I don't really have to worry about her. She's very responsible. And I know she's there to love me and and you know, help me get through this as I am for her. So anytime I get to see you, it's a luxury. But I also, you know how I am. I, I, I adapt to circumstances very quickly and I and I try and just protect people. So I just want to kind of protect you at all costs more than just see you to see you. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Although I love hanging out with you. It's nice. <laughs> oh my God, thank you so much. Because like sometimes I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the way that I stay positive, too, is like we stay in communication. And I think what I was also thinking about before this is a lot of people get so stressed out about how much they're supposed to be with their significant other. Like literally before I came here, my friend was like, I need like relationship advice. Do you have a second? And I said, yeah, of course. And she was like, how much time do you spend with Cameron? And I think it's like such a thing that people you know, it's almost like that thing of like, oh, you have to be married by this age. You have to spend this much time with your significant other. And I think we're just both very independent people. But the way that it is healthy is that we're still a team and we're still on the same page at all times. So even though we're not together, we're on the same page and we kind of know the schedule and what's happening. It's not like when we're not together, we're not talking and we're not aware of what each other's doing and when we're going to see each other next we're kind of like we're still on the same team you know even if you think about when you're like married down the road like let's say you have to go on a business trip it's not like oh no like my husband's going on a business trip like we're not spending as much time together it's it's being on the same team and supporting each other more so than like being in the same room I mean I think the word for that is backbone right it's like no matter what I do I know that you're gonna be my backbone through that so I know that I'm able to focus on what I need to do because I know that you're there to support me through that and vice versa. And I think that's important to have in a relationship during this time or any time because everyone has goals, everyone has aspirations, and being able to achieve those is extremely important in your own life and having someone to help you sort of guide you through that and push you through that and allow you to do that is very important. I can't believe you're speaking such wise words of wisdom and I'm staring at you in a cowboy hat. (laughs) I just can't. But yes, you're right. Someone said, how to not take out your frustrations on each other during stressful times? I think for me personally, I don't feel like I take my frustrations out like on purpose. I feel like maybe I'll like say something with like a little bit of attitude or something because I'm frustrated, but he immediately calls me out on it and I have to like check myself. And I think a big thing too is to not retaliate like if I give you attitude and you're like why are you being a bitch to me it's not like oh now you're mad at me for being a bitch it's kind of just like keeping yourself keeping each other accountable it's like hey why are you taking this out on me like oh shit sorry so instead of taking it out on Cameron I try to lean on him and so it's not like I'm bottling all this frustration up and I'm taking it out on him it's more like I'm leaning on him and I'm expressing that I'm frustrated and we try to figure out how to get through it together yeah I mean that totally makes sense this is a very emotional time no matter what you try and do there's going to be emotions involved right so it's about how to kind of handle those together and make sure that when we're going through those waves of emotion that we understand that it is because of the situation and not something personal and once you make it personal that can that can be really negative on a relationship and I think we've gone through one or two of those during this time because we don't have the answers to what's happening right so you're trying to lean on me I'm trying to lean on you but neither of us know what's going on 
So that's a very emotional thing and that's very stressful. So not allowing yourself to feed into that is is important for a relationship. I think too is like you're not the only person I lean on, right? So it's not like I'm putting all of my emotions on you anyway. I think if you're only putting your emotions on the other person, even if you are doing it in a way of you're leaning on them, it, you they can't be your only support system. And like I have other outlets in my life that I get emotional support from. So it's not like I'm putting it all on Cameron because he has emotions too. And like when we're stressed out, I can't just rely on him. I think, I don't know. Like I just, I feel like a healthy relationship is not something that you're just dependent on each other. I think you lift each other up. You don't, it's not that you don't need each other. Like you need each other. It's just, you're also a well-rounded person and you make each other better together. You're not like only complete without the other person. You know what I mean? Like you're not my therapist. You're not my mom. You're not my best friends. Like I have all those other people in my life to get emotional support from as well. So therefore, when I also utilize those things, I'm not taking out all my frustration on you anyway. I think it's about thriving. You did tell me a couple weeks ago, you said, I don't want you to survive. I want you to thrive. I was about to say, I think it's just, you know what I'm great at, what I'm good at handling, what I'm not. So you sort of just understanding that and understanding me well enough to put me in situations where I can understand and and give you what you need and if I can't do that then the other people in your life can't so you're happy yeah it's like I I know that when I call Cameron and he seems like he's in a bad mood like I know not to poke at you because like I know that you as a person it that does not that doesn't work right so even though it might emotionally I feel like it's personal like you might just be frustrated and even when I called you like even like today and I was like what's wrong what's wrong and it, you're like, nothing's wrong. And I know not to keep poking just because I can feel your energy. You might just be stressed out and like down. But instead of poking at you, I just try to make you feel better. And so I think it's just knowing each other and knowing what each other needs. And at the end of the day, like when I have a meltdown and I'm having a full-blown panic attack, like you're on FaceTime with me watching me cry on the bathroom floor. Well, you do screenshot it as well, but still. I've never done that. You literally screenshotted me on the floor crying. and I look so ugly in the picture. Explain why I did that. You explain why. Because you were having a really down moment and I said, we're going to look back on this and you're going to remember this moment for when you are the best version of yourself. <laughs> I did get to laugh at it a couple days later. I have a question for you because someone said, how do you not take out your anxiety on your boyfriend? Anxiety always makes me irritable. And I think we kind of spoke to that, but I consider you like a very normal person. And I think right now, like obviously you're under like a mass amount of stress. I think you take on a lot of stress. I think you kind of go into a little bit of a psycho mode, which is uh, but you are like I think very normal in like how do you feel about dating someone that has like serious anxiety like is it like hard for you to deal with is it like different for you like dating someone that like you know that I go to therapy like you know that I have to like take care of my anxiety like how is that for you on your end because I always give girls advice but like what is your like guy perspective and like how do you handle it so that maybe someone can listen to it and help their boyfriend understand well i think everybody has anxiety in some form right i think what you are great at is understanding what gives you anxiety and taking those steps towards fixing it and i love seeing you grow and fix those problems on your own and not allowing those problems to control your life so that's important for me because i'm seeing growth and when i see growth like that's you know i'm all about making yourself better if you can and you're able to do that and you're also able to share that like people have called me and told me you have changed their life lives because of what you've said or the videos you've put out or you know people deal with the same problems that you deal with and we all go through these sorts of things so I'm super supportive of it and I uh, I go through anxiety too and I deal with it in a different way and pressure and uh, I think as long as you're 
doing what you can do to try and fix it or ease it and not let it affect you in a more of a negative way than a positive way you're doing the right thing and that's what you do yeah I think that like the main thing is that you're aware of my issues and like obviously I'm much more like emotional and communicative but when we talk about them like I think we're very proactive as well and so I think like if you're dealing with anxiety and like irritable and stressed out and all this stuff I think sharing it with your partner in a way of like I want to help you understand and I want you to know that these are the steps that I'm taking and if you could help me help myself to be better and then you do see growth and I think that it becomes something of like okay you know you might have bad days but you've like come so far and you're going to keep getting better so it's like okay like we can do this like we're a team. Well I think what's different about you is that a lot of people say they want to fix themselves and grow right after they go through something to allow themselves to find peace with that moment that they're in but with you you actually take it seriously into heart because you understand that you really do want to grow. So you actually go out and search for ways to grow. And I've seen you do that. I mean, you have all these tools and these steps that you're able to take. And now you're able to use those to help me calm down sometimes. And that's, I mean, that, that only benefits us as a couple, you know? Yeah, that's true. I force things onto you (laughs) as much as I can. I'm like, I know you're not going to do this, but you need to at least try. How do you respect each other's alone time when you also want to spend quality time? I think this is also pertinent for people that are stuck in the same space together. I think balancing, you know, the alone time and the together time also talked about this with like work life balance for people who are now working from home. I think you really need to like make your space your workspace and then have your relaxing space and I think this kind of goes into in a relationship especially in these times when you're kind of stuck together or maybe you're not even stuck together like maybe you're separately I I had one girl say last week that her and her boyfriend really enjoy spending quality time together and I think it's a little similar to us like I love when you're in the house but I don't mind when you're downstairs playing video games with Hudson I just love knowing that you're down there and that I can be upstairs reading and we can both be like spending quality time but we don't have to be like on top of each other being like I love you I love you I love you but like then I make you like give me three affirmations before bed how do you navigate these times of when people need different things and some people need alone time Well, I think for us specifically, we're very open and honest about what we enjoy and what we don't enjoy and what we need and and how to sort of make our days the most fulfilling we can. And, you know, I know that means you love watching reality TV and you love reading before bed and, you know, taking time to breathe and laying outside and getting tans and, you know, doing your work and finishing your work. Those are things that are important to you. And that means they're important to me for you so you know when I see you doing those things I'm not going to get in the way of that and I don't want to get in the way of that right so when I'm working during the day or if I have stuff to do you don't want to get in the way of that either and I think that's that's uh that's super important because that quality time comes when you're able to actually focus on that quality time and I think during this time if you are uh, living with your significant other it's important to implement a little bit of rules or you can really be on top of each other in a way that's uncomfortable so whether that's going out on a walk by yourself or doing some sort of workout or just whatever that is, it's, it's finding balance and allowing yourself to to remind yourself who you are and, and what you can be on a daily basis, I think. So those rules are, are pretty important, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's like 
if you can't tell, we clearly are very like open and honest in our communication. Like, I don't think we like hold back. And I even had like a friend too saying, oh, I need more time with him. And like, he needs more alone time. So sometimes it's like, you're not on the same page where I feel like we're both on the same page a lot of the time. But sometimes I'll even say to you, like, are we connected? Like, are we connecting? Because I feel like a little bit of a disconnect in a sense of, oh, we've really been focused on other things. Like, can we focus on each other for a minute and connect? So I feel like we're on the same page. And so I think that it's really about having those open and honest conversations of expressing what each other needs and then having a little bit of compromise. Like if your partner needs more alone time and that makes you uncomfortable, you still have to figure out, okay, how am I going to make that work? Cause that is what they need. And if you need more time, you just need to express that. And you had to come to a compromise of like, okay, I know that he's not going to be like, okay, let's lay on top of each other all day, but he is going to give me more time together. So I think it's those open and honest conversations and having those compromises and looking out for each other's needs is really important. I also think for a lot of couples out there, there's people that are really busy during the day and in normal life, and it's hard to find that time. And I think you and I go through that a lot because we're both trying to push careers and we're in our mid-20s and we're both career-driven and career-oriented people. A time like this is is interesting because we're able to go on walks together, which we've never done before. And we're able to watch things that we've always wanted to watch and just have never had the time to do. So that quality time is actually really nice in a time like this. So I think if you haven't gotten enough quality time, this is a great time for it. Some people are saying, like, how do you connect? How do you keep the romance alive? How do you keep it exciting? Whether you're you know, like not seeing each other during the quarantine or just maybe have been together for a while or whatever it is. But how would you how would you say, Cameron, that we keep the sparks a flying? Basically, what I just did is like the opposite of how we do it. (laughs) Whatever you just said made the sparks immediately die out. You know, I mean, I think it's different for everybody. Right. But for us, don't make those faces. That's so weird. I mean, I think when you're living with somebody in this time, it's probably a little bit more difficult. I think the time in general, no one really wants to spread germs. I feel like this is the most stressful time and it's the least sexy I've ever felt in my life. It's just like not the time and place. I'm an emotional person. I just can't get in the mindset. It's a it's a very uh it's a very difficult time and there's a lot of stress and anxiety and, and thoughts are sort of elsewhere and, and, and you <laughs> and you don't really wanna I don't know, I mean at least for the people that I've talked to about it, it's it's hard to find that sort of motivation to get down. Get down. <laughs> I think uh, business as usual. It's not exactly the time. Like, it's it's kind of like what Cameron was saying before. Like, our focus right now is, like, let's grow our relationship. It's, like, let's keep our relationship, like, fine and focus on all the other important shit because there's so much else going on. We need to protect our families. We need to protect ourselves. We need to do our part for society. So, like, the last thing on my mind is, <laughs> like having the sparks fly in my relationship I think we have a really strong foundation and we have a great relationship and it's like I need to focus on my business staying afloat my family staying healthy my boyfriend staying sane and like that's kind of the priority and I think I talk about priorities shifting all the time and that being totally okay and so just like I said before like be gentle with yourself and be gentle with your partner and just like don't make the stakes so high I think if you do want to like kind of incorporate some fun element I think it is really good what I do is I make Cameron literally stop checking Twitter and stop putting on the news like that's my number one thing of like 
we need to have an hour where we play a game, we play Monopoly, even though he turns into a psychopath in a different form when it's Monopoly, I'm at least glad it's not the psycho watching like the news all day long. So I think turning off the news, putting down your phones and having whether it's 15, 20, 30, 60 minutes to just actually do something. And so you can stress all day long if you want, but it's not healthy. And so what I do is I remind Cameron of like the best thing you can do right now in the situation we're in is stay home, stay sane. So when there's an hour where there's nothing going on, the president's not on TV, we don't need to be on our phones. Let's play a fucking game. We've played some of the stupidest games and some fun games. And I've danced in his bedroom like a psychopath and he just laughs in my face but it's fine we giggle it's good like he will say till the day he dies that he doesn't think I'm funny and that my dancing isn't good but like we all know he's lying like you're lying how do you think I'm not hysterical like I'm hilarious it's just that one little face that you make when you dance it's like it's like why you know it's like it, you could you could eliminate that from your arsenal probably and it, everything would be fine I didn't choose to be born with swag I didn't. This is my God-given gift. Okay. All right. Next topic. Okay. So I feel like we kind of like broadly covered everything, but I feel like you're just such a such a bundle of joy, Cameron Fuller. Um, and I do, I feel like there's so much with relationships. So this was kind of more so navigating a stressful time. Obviously, we can do way more relationship topics and Cameron can come on because you know he's big talent he's an e- he's not an easy get but I had to do I do know the strings to pull to get him to come on the podcast quick little break to talk to you guys about a little bit of a businesswoman special right now we need to avoid crowds any way that we can seriously but what if you need to go to the post office what if you need postage sent out to letters and packages I'm still a business I'm still hustling what do I do guess what guys I don't have to worry. Stamps.com is here to help. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do with Stamps.com. You can print postage on demand and skip those lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you can actually save some money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office, you guys. Everyone, whether you're a businesswoman special like me or you're just at your home needing to send stuff out, you don't want to leave your house right now, this is the perfect solution. It's great for the time we're in, but it's great all the time. It's something that has saved us at Lauren Elizabeth Inc. That's faux shizzle. Stamps.com brings all the services of a U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else that you're hunkering down right now. Whether you're a small business like me sending invoices in an online seller shipping out products, or you're just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease simply use your computer to print official u.s postage 24 7 any letter any package any class of mail anywhere you want to send once your mail is ready you just leave it for your mail carrier schedule a free package pickup or drop it off in a mailbox no human contact is required it's that simple and like i said with stamps.com you get great discounts too you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40 percent off usps shipping rates and now in addition to offering discounts with u.s postal service rates stamps.com also offers up services with discounts raised up to 62%. Plus with stamps.com, you won't even have to pay the UPS residential surcharges. I mean, stamps.com is a no brainer, especially now saving you time and money and keeping you safe in these crazy times. 
tell everyone you know make sure your parents are doing this your grandparents are doing this and you seriously you guys I already made my grandma figure this out because I cannot have her leaving the house right now so right now my listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in mood that's stamps.com enter mood stay safe everybody now we're going to jump into hashtag my mood where you guys email mood with lorna elizabeth at gmail.com with your mood and what you need advice on and i'm keeping cameron fuller around to see if we can get some male perspective on some of your guys's issues hashtag my mood trying to plan moving in with your boyfriend for the first time during a pandemic <laughs> i mean who would have thought that that would have been like an email i was getting crazy times Hi, Lauren. Since the start of this year, my boyfriend and I had talked and agreed to move in together after graduating college this May and start a new chapter of our lives together. We have been together for a year and a half now. The city we are planning to move to is the epicenter of where the coronavirus started taking place in our state, which is a concern for both of us. Now with our classes moved to online the rest of the semester, many of the interviews are being frozen and our state has an at-home order until mid-April and I'm not sure if moving together and once our leases are up in May is still a good idea. We both don't want to move back into our parents' house. We are both just trying to actively look for jobs but he may have a job lined up at our college if nothing works out should i do everything i can to try and be able to move in with him or should i move back in with my parents until this blows over wow i can't i I can't are people really moving during the pandemic i think it varies for every state i think the rules are different i'm really not an expert at this so i'm not going to pretend like i am what if someone what if someone leases up what i have heard which i you know don't quote me on this is that you're not allowed to be kicked out of where you live at this time. We were supposed to have someone move into our building last Friday. That didn't happen. I think it's very difficult to move right now. I mean, just in terms of being smart and healthy and safe, I wouldn't want to be moving my stuff into a new place. You know, I think the safe route is to probably spend some time with your family. If you've both been quarantining for over two weeks, I probably wouldn't force it unless it's fully necessary just for the obvious reasons this is such a weird and scary time and i wouldn't if if it's not gonna happen like if you and your boyfriend can't figure it out you can't get the jobs you can't find an apartment it's like yes this was your plan but like the world has literally shifted so i wouldn't be so upset about it if you can't do it right now this is just a like such a crazy time so like I think my biggest fear too would be like getting a job I don't want and getting an apartment I don't want and then being stuck there for the rest of the year so I think that like if it works out figure out how to do it in a safe way but if it's totally not working out and you wanted this to happen and it's just not happening know that you can do it in a few months and it's totally going to be fine it's probably going to be a lot less stressful so I would focus on like staying safe and like and not getting a job you don't want like focus on getting the right job focus on getting the right place and if it's not working out table it go be with your parents it's not embarrassing it's totally fine you're allowed to go live with your parents after college like it's there's a pandemic you're fine you and your boyfriend seem like you're on the same page you want to move in together so just wait till it makes sense if it doesn't make sense right now hashtag my mood is long distance you may have covered this during the podcast but currently i'm struggling with doing long distance with my boyfriend boyfriend during this quarantine we have done long distance before but this feels different me with anxiety is having a lot of trouble dealing with this and sometimes he likes to combat hard things with humor while this can be great and funny when we are in person it's harder to translate over facetime and text i just want some advice on how to deal with both mental health and anxiety while in this relationship 
long distance during all of this. What do you say to a boy that is just making jokes over FaceTime and someone needs more emotional support? Say what you need. Say what you need. So if he's making jokes and she is like, listen, I really need to have a serious conversation with you. Like, this is what I need right now. Like, I'm feeling really anxious. Can you, like, maybe cut back on the jokes? Like, I feel like I just need a little bit more emotional support. Like, I love your humor and you're so funny. But, like, right now it's just, like, not doing it for me. With that, like, what would you think he would say? Are you saying this to me? No. Uh, I'm just like a role playing. If he doesn't respond to that, I think that may, might be a bigger conversation. If he f- is doing this every day and can't give you what you need and can't be supportive through this time. Uh, or he just doesn't really have that tool in his toolbox. Understand that. And he's definitely got to learn that quickly. Probably immature. Huh? Right. He needs to grow up. I think he needs to grow up. <laughs> But yeah, I think that Cameron's right. I think you have to say what you need. And I think that you don't need to tear someone down in the process. You don't need to be like, oh my God, it's so stupid how you combat everything with humor. Unless it is a bigger issue, like he said as well. But I think the first step is just saying like, hey, I like love your humor and it's so fun when we like basically like what you said to me in an email, you can just kind of translate into talking to your boyfriend and having those conversations. And hopefully he's able to support you and be there for you because You need your partner to be there for you during this time. You need to not treat your partners as emotional punching bags. You need to not make everything in your relationship so high stakes right now. We're going through a freaking pandemic. Your relationship does not need to take punches right now because there's so much other stress in the world. So be gentle with yourself. I think that if a lot of things are coming up during this in your relationship, I think that maybe there are things that have always been there that are now just kind of coming to the surface because of the situation. I think you just need to trust your gut. Don't catastrophize. Don't confuse anxiety with intuition and really take care of yourself so you can be the best version of yourself in all of these relationships during this process. And I think that I don't know what I think anymore. I think I've said everything I need to say. Do you agree? Yeah, I think you've done a great job. Love you. I love you too. I sent Lauren a text because I was half falling asleep the other night and I wrote I space space (laughs) with two spaces. Love you. And she went ballistic what did i even say i don't remember like space space (laughs) two spaces what does that mean what do you not love me and i was literally i just i just accidentally pressed space bar twice and i guess that was a mistake but now all i do is text her i space space love you i was just like what the fuck is that like i space space like you're clearly like not paying attention to the phone like connect with me (laughs) like come on (laughs) it's just like these are not the times there's no time in the quarantine, in the pandemic, to be spacing, spacing before I love you. So basically everything she said about keeping her emotions in check, she doesn't do because she's going crazy right now. I also know that when I can joke with you too, like, I feel like sometimes I can just pretend to be crazy and I'll be like, oh, I space, space. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you for real? And it's not like I'm totally serious, but like still like space, space. Like, blah, blah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because then you can like actually make a joke out of it for a long time and I'm going to get you a gift at some point that says I space space love you because it's a good reminder of, you know, something that's cute and funny during a crazy time. So you can always look back on those things. Yeah. Now when I'm mad at you, I'm just going to be like, I space space love you. Bye. (laughs) Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth and guest of Cameron Fuller. Hold on. I'm going to give you promo. You can follow Cameron Fuller, but also you can watch him on in in on on Hulu. You can watch him in fuck (laughs) you can watch him on hulu in the original movie original hulu movie crawlers on hulu (laughs) 
fucking go to Hulu and watch Crawlers. Crawlers on Hulu starring Cameron Fuller as Aaron. Thank God you didn't have to kiss anyone in that movie. Am I right? I really got the jackpot on that one. Thank you, Cameron, for being on this podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed our very low energy advice during the quarantines. I think everybody's low energy right now. And I just want to say that it's obviously a very stressful time filled with uncertainty. I hope that everybody listening to this is okay. Uh, Following the guidelines, being safe. You know, we'll get through this together. So stay strong and uh, watch Lauren's YouTube channel. Subscribe five stars. You have nothing else to do. Bye.